Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. great things for us thank you Jesus thank you Lord Jesus hallelujah how many thankful people do we have here hallelujah at some point there needs to be let me just plug this a demonstration of thankfulness it can't just be a rhetorical situation where you just do it with your mouth there has to be some action some activity on your part beyond just coming to church that would demonstrate just how thankful hallelujah you are glory when I consider all that God has done for me what shall I render unto him what is it that he asked me to do 
that I should be doing that I'm not doing enough so that I might prove just how thankful hallelujah I am in the way of an announcement before we get to the word of the Lord amen you already know some have done it some haven't even tried to start but I want to implore you I want to impress upon you how important it is because there's a dying world outside that doesn't know your Jesus and the only way that they'll ever know your Jesus is that you have to introduce them to him hallelujah faith still comes by hearing hearing the word of God they need to hear what you hear they need to experience what you experience they need to come into a knowledge of Jesus Christ that you've come, in, come into. And the only way that they'll ever know is that you demonstrate your thankfulness. Hallelujah. By sharing with them and inviting them into uh, your arena, your congregation, so that they might hear the word of the Lord. God bless you on this morning. I invite you to go with me to the word of the Lord now book of 1st Corinthians the 6th chapter invite you to read along with me if you so choose uh, from the 6th chapter of 1st Corinthians verses 15 through uh, 20 verses 15 through 20 when you have it say amen Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. So flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are his. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Would you just turn to somebody that you can gain the attention of and just tell them God is going to get the glory out of my life. Hallelujah. If the glory belongs to God, I'm going to give God the glory out of my life. Let's pray. Spirit of the living God, we honor you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege and the opportunity God, that you've afforded us to stand before these, your precious people, this august body. God, this, this audience that's, that, that, that we've gained the attention of by way of live streaming the other media platforms, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you would seize this moment now, God, to communicate your mind, your heart to your people in the name of Jesus, of which you love so much. 
God, that you've gone overboard in order to demonstrate the love that you have for us. And God, you're expecting that as a result of the love that you've demonstrated, the ways that you've made, the doors that you've opened, the salvation that we've experienced, hallelujah, the blessings, the deliverance, the healing, hallelujah, God, that we will be poised and ready, God, to show our appreciation. God, we ask that you would, oh God, impress upon our hearts today, God, that there are so many that don't know you, and the best way for them to know you is for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God to be living epistles, seen read of men that will give you the glory, the glory that you so richly deserve. You said in your word, we're no longer our own. We've been bought with a price. Hallelujah. Our will is to do your will in the name of Jesus. And so we pray, oh God, that you would cast away every foul spirit, every hindering spirit right now in the name of Jesus. We ask that you rebuke the spirit of fear and intimidation and timidness because you've given us a spirit of love, power, sound mind. You've encouraged us, God, to be bold and to be strong in this hour. So we pray. God, that you'd give us the kind of heart that you have, mind that you have, character that you have, so that we might tell a dying world of a living Savior that can save from the guttermost to the uttermost. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Your glory is... The thing that really defines you, uh, where you're able to um, demonstrate the ultimate you, the person that's hidden beside inside the the shell that nobody actually gets a chance to see. And the full glory is everything that that you are actually born, predestined to be from the foundation of the world but in many cases you haven't been able to see that outside of you yet it's in you but you haven't been able to see it outside of you once it is recognized and revealed your full glory will bring your life into a greater sense of purpose and fulfillment and satisfaction like that you have not yet experienced in your life as a matter of fact, we humans are, are never as happy as when we are experiencing, I believe, the gift that God has deposited down on the inside of us and we see it realized on the outside. That's what finding your glory really means. To recognize and then be able to exercise the gift of God that he has displaced on the inside of you when you discover who God really meant and intended for you to be and what he intended for you to do for him as a result of the gift of this precious treasure that he has placed down on the inside of you so that you get to the place to where all of your energy and your effort, most of your focus... It's turned toward becoming the person that God has designed for you to be. 
too many of us aren't convinced yet that there is something that's in our lives that God has deposited Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's worth, that that's worth stirring up. That's worth praying about so that it actually begins to, to become who you are so that you might ultimately demonstrate the real and true character of God. There must be a moment in the life of each of us when we get to the point to where we discover who God intended for us to be and what he intended for us to do and then be able to say this is it and that's I believe is the moment that we really do become one with God time when we get that that feeling that we are really in sync with the glory of God time when the printer finally begins to respond back to the computer when we reach that place, when we realize our whole purpose for living. Until then, we have absolutely no right to die. You have no right to quit. You have absolutely no right to throw in the towel, hallelujah, and, and, and not discover and not be able to push out of you what God has deposited in you. None of us are supposed to die until we have fully manifested the glory of God that's trapped on the inside of us, the power of God that's trapped on the inside, the anointing of God that has been deposited there. And the fact that God has deposited so much on the inside of us, so much glory is on the inside of us of us that has not yet been revealed it ought to motivate us hallelujah every day when we get up hallelujah asking God hallelujah to help us glory to God to get everything that's out in us out of us so that he might be glorified to glorify someone means to, to show or to manifest everything that that person expects from you. Most of us own a laptop, computer. Different name is on the outside of the computer. But the, your, your anticipation, your expectation is for that thing to, to, to actually perform. Glory to God to the uh, uh, to the manufacturer's promise that if it said that it's going to do all of these different features, there's an expectation that you have for it to perform it. And all you've got to do is be able to figure out how it is that you get it to perform. Hallelujah, because there's an expectation. In the same way, God is concerned about his reputation because you've got his name and as saints we carry God's name we are supposed to carry the image of God when when folks see us there is supposed to be a direct connection between us and God And because of what God has deposited on the inside of you and because you carry that manufacturer's name, there's an expectation 
that you would perform up to that expectation. We do this by fulfilling the functions that every one of us was designed to fulfill. God has built into us and, is be, and, and we are in the process of becoming exactly what God has planned for us to be. Throughout all the scriptures, we see examples of God being very jealous for the reputation of his name. And Jesus, glory to God, was also very zealous to live up to the expectation of his father's name. Near the end of his ministry, when the Pharisees were threatening to kill him, as he was riding into Jerusalem, Jesus says this in John chapter 12, that the hour is come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No way. It was for this cause that I've come unto this hour. So this is my prayer. Father, glorify your name. Then there came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and I will glorify it again. Jesus knew that his moment of glory, his hour of demonstration would actually be on the cross. There would be no complete fulfillment of of the reason that he came except he do what he had been designed to do had been glorified to do empowered to do from the very beginning until that moment arrived Jesus had no right to die it wasn't his time and so when Jesus prayed father glorify thy name what he was really saying is father bring out of me all of your expectations in order to protect your reputation. And that should be our prayer. God, help me to live up to your expectation so that I might do what is necessary to protect your reputation. Because you're a great God. You said in your word, hallelujah, that you made a deposit in on the inside of us. And we're to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Whenever we pray or sing those songs, be glorified in the heavens. Be glorified in the earth. Be glorified in this temple. I believe that we're asking God to do the very same thing. We're asking God to bring out of us everything that he expects uh, for us to be and do so that we might honor the name of the Lord. We're asking him to bring us into our moment, our season of glory. If we die without finishing what we were born to do or if some way, somehow we subvert, that we omit, we abort that that God had already designed for us to do, we're interfering with the reputation of God because God uh, had a plan and a purpose for your life when he saved you. Glory to God. And it wasn't just for you to sit so that you might wait to go to heaven. God doesn't waste his time doing that. God saved us with a purpose, with a plan 
plan in mind. He didn't, uh, he didn't put in you his spirit, his gift, his glory, and then expect for you not to bring it out. God wants to bring out of us the full glory of his purpose for our lives. That's why as people of God, I want to encourage us. I mean, that we can't afford to spend time wandering in sin. We don't have time, especially in this hour and season, for pity parties. We don't have time to be mad and fighting and fussing and arguing over trivial things. We don't have time to, to, to try to gratify, gratify flesh. Hallelujah. This is not the time for that. This is not the time to wallow in mediocrity. This is a time to let the glory of the Lord be revealed. Understanding that it's time to seek and follow. It's time to obey the will of God to work the work of him that has sent us while it is day because night is coming when, when no man can work. And so we want to make our calling and election sure. And God wants us to give it all that we have. I mean, consider that he gave all that he had. And he doesn't want us to take any of his glory to the grave. God has this moment of glory for each of us. The substance of our lives uh, is to pursue what God has placed on the inside of us to bring it out. When we have become everything that we were born to be. When we have shown the world the full weight Hallelujah, when we have demonstrated, hallelujah, just how to glorify God, then we might consider calling it a day. Many of us still have a lot, a whole lot, that's on the inside of us that has not yet been demonstrated to the world. But you, would you just turn to your neighbor and just tell your neighbor for me that I'm coming out and I'm coming out because of what God has done for me. And because of what he has done for me, he deserves. I say he deserves my glory. He deserves. When I think back how, how far he has brought me, what he has brought me out of, how he delivered me, how he set me free, how he gave me a new name, how he has blessed me. My life has got to give God glory. When we release the glory that's hidden on the inside of us, we put God on display. We unveil his, his attributes, his likeness, his character, his attitude. We do it and demonstrate it before the entire world. A world that's waiting. A world that's watching. A world that's hoping for something better than they have right now. Hallelujah. The Bible said, if, if this thing be hidden, it's hidden to those that don't believe. Glory to God. And so in order for them to believe, there has to be a demonstration on our part. One way that we glorify God is by exposing his nature and his attributes. This means to pay tribute 
to God. Not just with lip service, but with accomplishments. Hallelujah. Faith is not faith until I can see what you've done. Faith is really not faith until you actually put feet to it and it starts doing stuff to actually help somebody else. This means to pay open tribute to God for all of what he has done in and through our lives. Those that, that, that he has directly by himself and certainly those that things that he has performed through others that have benefited us. We have a responsibility to turn around and do the same thing for somebody else. It means giving praise. It means giving credit. It means giving honor to God. Hallelujah for all the things that he has done for us. Another way to demonstrate God's glory, hallelujah, is by displaying his likeness. When folks see us, they ought to be able to see what God is like. Because he says in his word, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. If that mind is in you, the mind of Jesus, then naturally you will just do, hallelujah, the same thing that Jesus do. I mean, after all, Jesus said, the works that I do, you shall do also. And he goes one step farther and says, greater works shall you do because I send you the Holy Ghost. Somebody shout greater. Yes, greater. We are the product of the manufacturer. He has stamped us with his name. And he wants us to function according to his design and specifications. The Bible says we're no longer our own. We are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in this body which is his not ours, not yours. Uh, hallelujah, because he went to the cross and bought it back. Uh, it belongs to him. He owns it. And so we are to glorify God with this body. We are to remember that we are fashioned after his design and specifications. And for us to remember that the reputation of God is on the line. Wherever you go, whatever you do, whoever you interact with, whatever you say to anybody, you got to remember that God's reputation is on the line. We may make ourselves aware of the manufacturer's design and specifications, amen, and, and do it through, through spending time in this owner's manual this is the way we begin to know and understand who God is when we pray hallelujah glory to God and talk to God he begins to reveal to us his character I just believe that when we open up ourselves to God he begins to impute righteousness into us so that we become much more like him and we're able to do the very same things that, that he's done. As a matter of fact, Daniel 11.32 puts it like this. That the people that know their God. And there's, there, there's, there, there needs to be an understanding of the word know. Not know about. Hallelujah. But know in the sense of the way that Adam knew Eve. 
and out of that knowing came Cain and Abel. Hallelujah. When those that know their God, that are intimate with God, that are like God, uh, that have become one with God, uh, they shall be strong and do exploits. Strong and do exploits. Hallelujah. Not just brag, but strong and do. Somebody shout and do. Most of the people in the world cannot see the, 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 the likeness of God, hallelujah, uh, unless someone like you, someone like me, glory to God, is living, becomes a living epistle in front of them. When we begin to discover and release our glory through the power of God, we will start to reflect the likeness of the manufacturer more and more in our daily lives, more and more when we go to work and we begin to show off the traits of our maker, when we begin to demonstrate love and joy and peace and kindness and goodness and faith and gentleness and most of all self-control, other people will begin to look at us, glory to God, and really get a picture of what God looks like, of how God acts. Third way of glorifying God is by displaying his character. When we begin to manifest in our lives the true characteristics of God, other people are not going to be able to recognize us because they are going to start seeing him. They are going to start wondering what's so different about you. Glory to God. There's something that's, that's peculiar about you. There's something that's different about you. There's something that's special about you. And you're not going to be able to share with them because they're not going to quite be able to understand huh, that you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation of peculiar people. Glory to God. They won't understand that. They'll just begin to know and understand that you're different. And if there's a demonstration of that glory, folk are going to be astonished at the things that God is going to do in you and through you and for you that he might extract his glory out of your life. As long as we keep ourselves humble before God and allow God to manifest his glory, glory to God, we're going to see. I just believe it. Hallelujah. We're going to see the, the unsaved come to the Lord Jesus. We're going to see sick bodies that are healed. Uh, you're going to pray over folk and they are going to recover. The weak are going to become strong. The bound are going to become, glory to God, freed up and delivered. The poor in spirit are going to be made rich. The blessings of the Lord are going to be poured out. We're going to see God's character manifest, amen, through our lives in the areas of truthfulness and honor and integrity and justice and most of all, holiness. Holiness. Glory to God. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. Hallelujah. It's not going to be you. It's going to be him through you. They are going to see God being made manifest in your life. We glorify God by showing creation.
what God's attitude is toward men and women everywhere. When the world begins to see God, and I know that it's a challenge because there's, there, there's, there's some, I don't want to get into trouble, but, but not all of us that say, Lord, Lord, are actually demonstrating the character and the attitude of God. Because the one thing that God is above everything else is that God is love. And God says, how can you say you love me? Hallelujah. And you hate your neighbor. That's not God. God wants us to demonstrate love even in the face of difference. Even in the face of hate and, uh, and divisiveness. He still wants us to show the love of God. This becomes a practical side of God's glory. Many of us are caught up in the idea that, 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 that the only way that we can, can glorify God is by coming to church. Newsflash, the devil goes to church and he's not trying to glorify God. Hallelujah, if we just do that bare minimum, we're no better than the devil. We've got devils singing songs. Praying prayers, reading scriptures. Preaching to other people. We've got to be better than this. There's a demonstration that, that has to go farther than just the periphery. We don't just want to glorify God through our religious activities. But we want, we want our demonstration to be on display, to be able to show people the real nature, character, and the attitude of the Lord Jesus. And we glorify God by showing this attitude to the entire world. Glory to God by working diligently to uh, come to terms and to come to grips with the dreams and aspirations. God wants to also demonstrate through you by you accomplishing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He gave you the ability, he says in his word. He's gifted you, not just for, hallelujah, him to be glorified in it, uh, but you to profit by it. And God doesn't consider that to be robbery because he, he's the one that gave it to you in the first place. But you need to be able to do all that you do to the honor and to the glory of God. God needs for you to be successful. He needs you to be the light that sit up on the top of the hill that gives light to the entire world. He needs you to be blessed. And he wants you to be blessed, but he don't want you to take it into credit. Hallelujah. All the glory belongs to God. All the praise goes to him. God wants to demonstrate through us God-likeness to be just like God. It is possible for the human being, believe it or not, in his attributes and character, her attributes and character to be just like God. Not only is it possible, but the word of God commands it. Godliness is the key to glory. And the key to godliness is having a very personal love relationship with Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. Not to where you just come around only to, 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 to ask for something, to, to, to put concentration on his hands. But when you actually want to get up in the Lord's lap and love on him and tell him, God, I love you. Hallelujah. I appreciate all that you've done. Hallelujah. Flow out of me, oh God. What that thing that you put on the inside of me that I may demonstrate to the world what a great God that you are. And Second Peter, Second Peter uh, tries to do his best to persuade us to actually participate in the divine nature of God. He says that he has given us everything that we need for life and for godliness. That means that we're, if we're we are believers that God has already given us everything to be just like him. He wants us to respond to life, not only from a human perspective, but also from a godly perspective. So often, we hide behind the statement, I'm only human. Let me push back on that. I'm going to be out of your way in a minute. I know you want communion, but I want to commune with you. God is saying to you today that for you to be human, that's not enough. I want you to be godly like me. And I've given you everything that you need. I've already provided everything that you need in order for you to be just like me. That the way that you live every day, glory to God, the things that you do every day, the demonstration of faith that you, that, that you perform every day, all of the circumstances that come into your life in your situation, glory to God, if you're able to navigate your way through them, I am going to give you the power to be just like me. Let me just... Read in your hearing from a passage, Second Corinthians uh, 4 and 6, and I'll soon be done. For God who commanded light to shine out of darkness has shined in your hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. That we are troubled on every side, but not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body, the dying of our Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. So God has placed all of this precious treasure on the inside of us and given us the power to actually exploit it and bring it out. He has consecrated you and set you apart and given you a specific task if you choose to accept. And so because of all that God has done, you can't quit. You can't get out of the game. You can't let the devil kill or steal or take the dream that God has placed in your heart. Hallelujah. That vision that you have, it, it's God breathed. And you can't let the devil take it or talk you out of it. 
you can't go over in the corner. I rebuke the enemy that would even come to try to get you to go over in the corner and quit, throw your arms and give up. There's something on the inside of you that won't let you hold your peace that won't let you be satisfied with mediocrity, that won't let you quit in the day of adversity. For if you stop, if you quit in the day of adversity, the Bible says that your faith is small. And I don't believe I have any small faith people in here. All the great faith people give God a praise right here. You need to be able to tell the devil, I've got an anointing on my life and I'm not going to let the devil take it I'm not going to let him steal it talk me out of it hallelujah glory to God this is my hour this is my chance for the full vesture of God to be realized in my life so it doesn't matter what the devil does he can destroy what God's put on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Life may deal me a setback. Hallelujah. But I've decided that no weapon that's formed against me is going to prosper. I realize that I've made some mistakes in my past. I've had some setbacks. I've been my own worst enemy. But I'm here now. I'll across the room and tell somebody, baby, I'm back. And I'm not going anywhere because of what God has put on the inside of me. You may not like me. You may not support me. You may not, I may not be your favorite person, but you got to get used to me. Jesus said that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to do what he's called me to do. And I need to encourage somebody with this word. I don't care what you've been through. Keep holding on. Keep giving God the glory. Keep shouting the name of Jesus because there will be glory after this. There will be a praise after this. After this trial, after this trouble, after this difficulty, there will be glory. I don't know who I'm talking to, but let me close. Let me close with the lyrics to a Walter Hawkins song that blesses me all the time. I don't care how old it is. The words go something like this. What is this that I feel deep inside? That it keeps setting my soul on fire. That whatever it is... Whatever it is, uh, it won't let me hold my peace. I just believe that it's the power of Almighty God. It's the glory that needs to be revealed in each and every one of us so that we might be able to bless God because God is blessed. When the glory of God is realized in our lives. Would you give the Lord a hand of praise?
bless the name of the Lord. I'm going to ask you to stand. If you can stand, I want to pray. I realize we're living in a day and time when they're all kind of messages. They're all kind of insinuations. Hallelujah. Somebody's trying to convince you that you're not going to get out of this alive. But let me be one that pushes back. Say, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. We don't have the answers, but we know the one who does. And I can't die until God gets the glory. I refuse to quit until I'm able to realize outside of me everything that I sense on the inside of me everything that God has spoken the deposit that he's made in my life I can't quit I can't give up I can't die I can't roll over I refuse to even backslide because of what God is performing in my life. And I just believe there are many others that are just like me. Would you bow your heads with me in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we graciously come before you. Thank you for the privilege and the opportunity that you've afforded us, oh God, to be, in, to be a voice, to be an oracle. God, to be a conduit by which we're able to communicate your thoughts, your will toward us. God, thank you that we're in a very favorable place. Let us not take it for granted. Misuse it, abuse it in any kind of way. Realizing, oh God, that this precious gift that you have given to us, God, you said in your word that, that, that we didn't choose you, but you have chosen us and then ordained us that we should go forth, show forth the praises of him that has called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. God, you've made us some promises. Hallelujah, you are making good every day on every promise that you've made. God, we feel an obligation. God, we are persuaded Lord, about what we see that you have done and are doing through us. God, to remain steadfast and unmovable, to remain focused and vigilant in the name of Jesus. God, to do more, not less, to go farther and not quit, to stretch ourselves and not be satisfied with where we are. We pray now, Lord Jesus. God, that you would let that mind be in us. Let that heart be in us. That character be in us. That drive be in us. The anointing be in us. That's also in Christ Jesus. God, we ask that you would build us up where we're torn down. Strengthen us, oh God, where we're weak. Give us courage. God, where there's intimidation. Hallelujah. Replace every bit of doubt with faith. 
and indifference, oh God, with love. So, we, so that we might prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Pray now, Lord Jesus, for these your precious people, the anointed ones of the Holy Ghost. God, that in this hour that we would demonstrate in such a powerful way that men and women everywhere might see our good works and want to glorify the Father which is in heaven. God, and we'll be careful to take none of the glory. Thank you for being used. Thank you for the victory. Hallelujah. But you get all the glory. You get all the honor, Lord. Hallelujah. Because you've established in your word that we that we're only here by the grace of God. We're only here because you've loved us with an everlasting love. You've, we're here because you've demonstrated by sacrificing for us. You became sin that we might become the righteousness of God. And we thank you for that right now. God, and we give you glory and we give you honor right now. We feel something special. Hallelujah about what you've done and what you're doing in our lives. And so now, God, we give your, your name the honor. We openly give you praise and glorify your name. We open up our mouths. We put our hands together. God, we purpose in our hearts that we're going to do everything, oh God, hallelujah, to represent you, oh God, in such a way that your reputation will be built up and not tarnished, that you'll be glorified in all the earth. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.